and Liverpool podcast, bringing you news, views, and reviews. Brought to you by DefNet Media and ArtInLiverpool.com. Presented by Neil Morin and Ian Jackson. Hello and welcome to this week's Art and Liverpool podcast. And on this week's podcast, we bring you... Dreams Made Manifest. Thank you, Art Day. And the design show is calling for entries. All coming up on this week's Art and Liverpool podcast. News. The news this week. Um, Ian, what's the news? What's the big news? What's the small news? What's the inconsequential news? Inconsequential news? Uh, we don't want any of that. Um, <laughs> more importantly, the uh, the art organisa- organisation, TAO, yeah. the art organisation, <coughs> excuse me, um, they, you know, they've been very active, active in Liverpool for a while, and they're actually 10 years old this week. Um, they also do things in Nottingham and London, I think, mm-hmm. um, and you know, they're the guys who run various places, some of the reusing the formerly derelict buildings around rope walks mainly, like the International Gallery and Mellow Mellow and... Wilson Home Square, etc. Um, yes, yeah, so ten years old, and they've had a bit. I think, I think about what to do next. Um, yeah. So, um, as well as having a celebration party on Friday at the International, um, they're opening a new exhibition there. Of uh, they've built up a collection here, so they're showing some of that work, uh, which is called Not for Sale. <laughs> and um, so they're forming themselves a charity, and they're also setting up a, C- a, C- a community interest company, CIC, which is what Art and Liverpool. Um, to do with uh, you know how they can manage the buildings even more you know to just get more organised basically yeah basically. good uh, uh, yeah a bit more stable more sustainable in current climate um, so yeah that's interesting we'll see how they get on so they'll be based in the international gallery and you'll be able to go in and talk about all kinds of things there's somebody there doing an archive of things and um, and just more information about the properties that they have people can use brilliant. Now, also, um, oh yeah, well, happy birthday to them for being 10 years old. Uh, and also, this week, uh, Liverpool Design Festival 2010, um, the design show, they're, they're calling for entries. So, are you submitting anything? Um, no, I'm not a designer, as such. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's at St. George's Hall. This Is this week. where it's going to be? Yes. Brilliant. Yeah, great and, venue. Uh, it, where was it? it? Was the crypt of the cathedral last year? Yeah, I was finding it a bit out of the way. The crypt. Yeah, yeah. people did complain about oh, that really steep hill, Brown Hill. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it is steep, isn't it? Yeah. I agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was it went pretty well last year. But I think St George's Hall is yes more central and um, easier to find. And yeah. So uh, so it's expensive though. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive to hire. So, um, but I think uh, the st- I think the stall prices are pretty similar to last year, and you can even if you get in early for May sometime, you can get an early bird uh, cheaper price for the stall. Early bird cheap. <laughs> hey, did you get it? Oh, yeah, sorry. It's really good, really good. Okay. Um, yeah, and it actually runs from the nineteenth of November to the twenty eighth of November. Um, and last year also it was they had this big theme about it all being eco stuff. So, yeah. Um, that in some ways limited, I think, what they showed. But this time, I don't think there's any theme. It's just good design, basically. Excellent, excellent. And that is. Uh, go on. I was also going to mention the Liverpool Art Prize. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah go on, because yeah. we did say this beforehand, but you haven't written it down. Yeah. yeah. So we did. Yeah. So yeah, go on, mention because well, we, we actually can't. We can't announce who the. You can't announce who it is. is. Because we still have to. We, we had our 
the judges got together and we had our shortlisting meeting uh, just yesterday. Um, so we, we've chosen five artists yeah. um, for the shortlist this year. But, you know, we have to cross the I's and or cross the T's and cross the I's and dot the T's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, with the artists to make sure they're, they're happy to be in it, etc. Uh, before we announce it, so but any day now we'll make the proper announcement so, of who they are. And it's a it's going to be the exhibition is going to be at Metal at Edgehill Station. Uh, the viewings on the third of June, so it on the fourth of June and goes through to tenth of July. So am I in? Uh, you weren't even nominated. I'm sorry to say. I wasn't you nominated. You should have nominated yourself. You so I'm not going to self-nominate. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to do. Self-nominate. <laughs> Uh, no. Sorry, unless you self-nominate, then it's okay. <laughs> then you know, feel free to self-nominate. But you know, I, I wouldn't. Um, not that anybody's ever seen any of my work, uh, <laughs> or ever will. That's true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you were an artist, what would you do? What, what touches you? <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we on to? Are we back to? <laughs> yeah. Are you touched? <laughs> right. Um, um. Well, I was going to say about it. Well, it, it, is a, it is actually a fantastic shortlist, of course, it would be. Because of course, oh, it is a fantastic 90, shortlist. 96, 97 nominations, lots and lots of good artists. So it's a really difficult job cutting it down. To, we, we've got to cut it down to four, but in the end we just couldn't, so we said about five. <laughs> um, and uh, So, yeah, we'll announce that very shortly. And okay. It, yeah, okay. But no, I'll keep, well, I'm, I'm just going to say I'll keep my fingers crossed uh, <laughs> for you. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. But I, I do already know who it is, so who they are. But you're sworn to secrecy. I am sworn to secrecy. Yeah. Um, so that is the news this week, and what exciting news it is. Roundup of the week. Uh, rounding up the week. Now, Ian, we were just sitting there um, talking about Lewis's Fifth Floor, a department store. You couldn't hear that bit because we didn't start recording. Um, but yeah, Stephen's... Uh, we are recording now, yeah. We are recording now, yeah. Uh, and Ian was just saying, Stephen King, the artist um, who... The photographer who took the the photographs in this exhibition, he's quite a young guy. I always thought it was like he was going to be quite an old guy. But you've also got an interview. Yeah, that's right. And I, I'm sorry, I've, it's still stuck on my um, dictaphone. I have to... Uh, Upload it or download it and uh, edit it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know how old he is, but he, I, I was surprised. I, I just assumed that because it's old Lewis's. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought it was some maybe retired bloke with time on his hands had gone and done it there. But no. Um, so, yeah, if you listen to the interview, I think he explains it's, um, it's actually a couple of years ago. He, he just heard about this floor at the top of Lewis's. He had never been there himself. Um, and so he just thought it sounded interesting. So he just asked them if he could go up and the, the guy in the lift is still a bloke sort of pushing the buttons on the lift. Yeah. Took him up and um, he had a look around and just just got permission to go and take photographs and uh, then he got the uh, people neutral spoon yeah yeah who organise art events cat and, and anger ad that's right yes um, he got that he asked them to like project manage they just thought it was a great really interesting project to get involved in so uh, they've sort of brought it all together as they say and got the exhibition at the conservation centre and uh, there's a book out I haven't seen it um, and yeah it looks good looks good I um, it's a good show as I did I say this last week I'm not really into nostalgia um, yeah and when you so when I, <coughs> you look around and they, they talk about the restaurant is always spotlessly clean and the, the waitress service was fantastic you know and so on I think. <laughs> yeah those <laughs> were really, the days yeah yeah nobody no, was everybody so chirpy and happy all the time in those days oh yeah <laughs> hey, back in the 50s eh? <laughs> yeah when we had our ration books taken away from us oh, we, oh we're not on rations anymore I, I, yeah but there was something it, it, Part of the Texas saw was, was something similar. You get used to get uh, meal tickets from the welfare or something, ah. which you could spend in Lewis's restaurant. Ah, so you got brilliant. One, one for your lunch and one for dinner, one for yeah. lunch, one for dessert or something like that. And, uh, so uh, Lewis is probably quite well out of um, <laughs> these welfare tickets. Yeah, you would do. Um, 
So yeah, uh, yeah it, it's interesting. They are they're good photographs. He, his, his style is different from some photographers. Maybe it's um, they're quite sort of flat and they're not they're not mounted or framed, so yeah. you can fit more in as well. <laughs> the different sides as well. So there's a lot of photographs there, and um, yes, I mean it is interesting seeing all the uh, <clears throat> the stuff that's built up on the on the floor, and in a way, it's um, sort of symbolic of Lewis's. The way Lucas have gone, you, the, the fact that they've got this floor at the top of the building, all they've done is just pile of junk in there and left it dusty. Not actually, they could have done something really, something really interesting with the floor. Yeah, like yeah. reopened it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. some really interesting, exciting stuff that people might actually yeah. go and see. Um, so it's a shame. So yeah, there's a, there's a sad side, and, and it was really poignant that uh, the exhibition opened on the, in the same week as Lucas announced that they were closing down. Oh, it's a fantastic. Uh, what well, sounds fantastic exhibition, and I've just heard good reports about it from all around. Mm. Um, of course, uh, £29,000 um, grant from Arts Council England for that oh, project. Yeah. I thought I'd slip that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, we spoke to Neutral Spoon people as well, and they did say it was it's really difficult to raise, you know, they took this project on, and you know, it was a two-year project, and most of that time was just trying to raise the funds, funds to, yeah. to fund it. Yeah, so glad the Arts Council helped them. Brilliant. Um, so that's a, that's a must if you if you haven't uh, been there yet. Um, now, what's, what's this? Oh, LJMU The Academy. Uh, you've also been, um, I should say, to LJMU, the Academy Mersey Basin, an exhibition. What's what's that about? Um, yeah, you... it's um, <laughs> it's all about the Mersey Basin, and there's uh, I'm just trying to remember the, <clears throat> the people who organised it. Oh, High Tide, High Tide. I think so. I think so. Yes. Um, group of artists and environmental. Activists, oh yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, they they did work at Fact last year and last biennial. They were active around and things. Um, so there's a group of them. And they they sort of put on this exhibition in the the very nice um, gallery space in the new John Moore's Academy. Um, and so it's different things. There's video of tide coming in and out and um, uh, installations relating to the things you find on the beach and so on. Mm. And um, Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> nice people. The, the comedy duo. Yeah, yeah. Hey! <laughs> hinge and brackets. Yeah, the um, hinge and brackets of the seaside world. <laughs> very good. Probably was one. Yeah, yeah, probably was, yeah. yeah. I think they did sand dancing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, but some, some of the interesting stuff was... Um, there was sort of maps or collages and maps and drawings of how the, the coastline around the Mersey and the estuary and all that had, had really changed over the centuries. You know, mm-hmm. so the, the actual coast has just got smaller and smaller as the, as the tide has crept in. Um, yeah, and it's just changed so much over so many years. Interesting. Now, this is at the Academy. Now, where is this? Because is it the, the, the brand new build? Yeah, the brand new building at the side, sort of behind the Irish Centre. What was the Irish Centre? Yeah. yeah next is it Pilkington the... Street or Pinkington Street? Um, no, Duckingfield. Duckingfield, yeah, is that there, it? There is a town called Duckingfield. No, there's, no, there's, there's a... a... street called Ducking, Duckingfield Street, yeah. Now, which where is it? Because I, I went there the other week and I went to... Oh, I didn't realise the Tate had got a cafe there. Yeah, the cafe is, um, what's it called, franchised. Franchised, but yeah, Tate. Tate. Yeah, and yeah. I only only knew that it was a, a Tate cafe when they when they told me how much for the coffee. Well, I was yes. like, oh my good God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I don't think the students use it that much. No, they don't. <laughs> no, there weren't many students there. No, uh, but I uh, said so that's where it yeah. is. But whereabouts is it so in the building? So if you look, if you face the sort of the steps going up the cathedral, yeah, pla- the plaza, yeah, yeah, uh, or piazza, um, it's to the left of that. So you've got that little side street which is called Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah, yeah. Is that another one? Uh, no, no. Um, you go up there and, it, and get to it. it you go, so you go past the you know, the the science. 
Innovation Science Centre, yeah, Science. which is on your right. So down the there. Old, the old Irish Centre on your left and go up there. And uh, so, uh, and the path, you can, go, you can go the right way or the wrong way, it forks. And you, it you does. Go, you go to the left, that's the car park. And, and to the Tate Cafe. Yep. Ah, yeah, but if you go, you, the entrance is to the right, so you sort of keep to the side where the cathedral is. Very, they're building very nice gardens there, very soggy. Mm. Look nice when face, and you can actually you can actually get through now to the cathedral step. Well, I'm I'm there on Thursday night for Ignite Liverpool, of course. So I'm going to nip in and have a little look at this. This sounds really interesting. Right. I'll yes. look out for Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> yeah. If you've got a joke, remember you must flog it to death. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, when you go in there, you you come into like a reception area. You, yeah. You need to check with the people at the reception desk where which room, how to get there, because there are sort of bar- barriers all around the place. You need a staff card or student card to get through them. Yeah. Um, but to get the actual where the galleries, you don't need to get the barriers. You just need to know which way to go. <coughs> Brilliant. Setting off alarms. Okay, and it's. A, it's quite a nice building on the inside yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it looks more spacious on the inside. Than yeah. You'd expect. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. So that's the uh, Mersey Basin, an exhibition. That's at uh, John Moore's, the academy where St. Nicholas's building used to be. If you know John Moore's structure at all. Um, now, also this week, you've been to see um, Camouflage of Truth by Peter Lewis at the Cornerstone Gallery. Give us a little rundown about this. Uh, yeah, it's very good. Um, when we were talking last week, we, we, we weren't even sure whether it was ceramics or what we decided it was. Ceramics. Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. But, um, but very different from the sort of thing you usually expect from ceramics. It's, it's not, um, not just vases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, somewhere it's even sort of t- 2D. It does photography as well, so there's photographs and sometimes it'd be like ceramic things stuck onto them. And they're quite political. He spent a lot of time in the Middle East, uh, Jordan and around that area and so some of it is influenced by what's going on there and so on. Um, and it's a very, very beautifully, beautiful craftsmanship. craftsmanship yeah, yeah. Excellent and uh, very thought-provoking work. Yeah, he did some, um, uh, a set of walking sticks and baseball bats. You know, a walking stick and a baseball bat. And uh, they look like real walking sticks painted, but they're actually ceramic and got beautifully painted and so on. Um, and what else was there? I was going to say, I wouldn't want to use a ceramic baseball bat. or I wouldn't want to... No, no. But I think, I think it's talking about, yeah, you baseball bat can be a, a weapon as well. Yeah, yeah. Walking stick can be the result of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and um, also, um, if you know the cornerstone, it's usually the, the artwork is on the walls around the, um, the staircase upstairs. Uh, but for this, it, it's everywhere. It's, as you go in, there's, uh, there's things in glass cabinets downstairs and there's stuff on the walls. And you go up to the mezzanine section and there's more there. And there's bits hidden away. Sort of, you don't notice it first, like some plates high up on the wall you might not see straight away. And um, yeah, just lots and lots of interesting stuff. You really need to have a look. There's one, even one in um, that was in behind black and black curtains. But you know, so you go and think maybe it's a video or something, isn't it? It's a big yeah. ceramic with ultraviolet light shining on it. Really spooky. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and then you bang your head on the light as you come out. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, I bet I wouldn't. <laughs> no, you might. Not. No, I wouldn't. Um, now, this is um, so that's the Camouflage of Truth uh, by Peter Lewis, and that's on until the 26th of March at the Cornerstone Gallery. Now, what else? Oh, now you've been to see, and we've you interviewed um, Leo. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say okay. it. Leo Asimoto, uh, and I may have pronounced that incorrectly, but that's um, that's how I pronounce it. Uh, at um, Metal Edge Hill Station uh, for his exhibition, The Handmaiden. So tell us about this. Um, yes, uh, it's good. Uh, I say I did interview him uh, yeah. when we had a look around and uh, um, talked about the significance of um, various works. 
Uh, it's just in the one room on the ground floor uh, at Metal Edge Hill Station. Um, the big room. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's various items in these large glass cases, which I now learn are called vitrium. I didn't know they were called that before. I didn't know either. So, yeah, vitrium. Vitrium, yes. Isn't that the same name as the Crosby Girls Schools? Oh. Isn't that the vitrium where Mike Bandy was shown? It is, isn't it? Yeah, maybe that's what I'm it means. I'm confused now. Was it, was it the same word? <laughs> or something similar? I think it was vitrine. Um Anyway, those big glass cases. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's difficult to explain. There's various items. This is a long, long project I'm working on, and this is the second phase, I think. And it eventually goes on to a third phase, which will be a performance, which he will do. But that's yet to come somewhere else, not here. Um, so, like, one of the things in the case is um, the pattern for the costume that he'll wear when he does the performance. Yeah. But not the actual costumes, the pattern. And also... So this is sort of the unmade stage. So it's called handmaiden. So it's mm-hmm. eventually made be handmaiden making these things. So there's even uh, sheep. Uh, sorry, wool, freshly cut from a sheep, mm-hmm. um, but hasn't been made into, hasn't been spun yet or anything else. Um, and there's there's also bits that he's fa- he's been in residence at Edge Hill for a while. So there's uh, bits that he's found during the re- the refurbishment of the place. Which is covered in sort of beeswax and palm oil, I think, uh, referencing Benin, uh-huh. where the palm oil comes from, and where he was actually born. Um, and the link between Benin and Liverpool hundreds of years ago, that palm oil was the first um, impulse from there to Liverpool. Um, and palm oil is now quite a controversial subject. It is a very controversial subject. Yes. Um, so yeah, so it's, you really need to look and the, um, read the text that's there and there's even a glossary of all these, explaining all the items in it and it's a really, just really for a interesting project. Brilliant. <laughs> and it goes on to, when does it go on to? The 20th of March. There's only another couple of weeks actually. Okay, brilliant. That sounds, sounds really interesting. Would be interesting to know where he's going to do his final performance. Yeah, uh, maybe London. He's going to is it Amsterdam next, and I think he'll do a similar thing to this in Amsterdam. Eventually. Yeah. He's actually based in London, so it'll finish in London. <clears throat> brilliant. Okay, well, thank you very much. That was uh, Roundup of the Week. This week, this week, um, this week, there's there's lots coming up. There's lots coming up. Um, as always. As always, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there appears to be more than usual, unless you've started um, printing in a larger font type. <laughs> um, now, uh, so let's crack on at high speed, and we'll get through all of this in no time at all. So this week, we have uh, Lynn Fraser. This exhibition starts Lynn, uh, by Lynn Fraser at uh, Blackburn House. It starts tonight, uh, 2nd of March, Tuesday, 2nd of March. So give us a bit of background. What's it about? Um, yeah, they have um, monthly exhibitions at Blackburn House, uh, which is the women's college sort of thing. Um, so where Edwina Curry went to, went to school there when it was yeah, a it girls' was a, school was at girls Hope Street. Yeah. It is. Um, and then it was closed and then reopened as uh, a sort of centre for women's studies. And, yeah. Um, so all the courses they do are aimed at women. And, and so the actual... Exhibitions that they have, uh, they have some in the cafe and bar area, and some some in the, the big hall downstairs. Um, no, sorry, upstairs, <laughs> the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for women art, just for women artists. Um, and so the latest one is Lynn Fraser, who's a local artist that exhibited various places around Liverpool over recent years. Um, a solo exhibition of her paintings uh, running throughout March. Okay, well, we, haven't, we seen haven't seen it, so we can't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, now. Uh, another lecture, another lecture, hopefully uh, a good lecture, and brilliant. It's taking place at the um, Liverpool School of Art and Design, uh, which is where we were just talking about. Uh, now, Ian 
Tell us about it. Yeah, this is at the Art and Design Academy um, in, in Whittlesea. Whittlesea. In Whittlesea. Um, he was born in 1967 and he studied painting at Chelsea College of Art and Sculpture at Royal College and lives in London. Um, this is one of the sort of regular lectures at um, John Moore's Academy, which um, I think we mentioned this before, they're, they're actually open to the public, so um, I think you probably have to um, tell him you're coming, maybe, you need to check that. Um, but uh, yeah, they're, so they're aimed at the students. Yeah. Um, to uh, learn more about artists and um, go into their talks, they, they can learn quite a lot about how to become an artist and so on. The, uh, th- this guy talks about his painstaking paintings that can take years to make, and but also ephemeral posters and transient projections. Um, so, yeah, but as I say, anybody can go along and uh, or anybody who's really interested in art can go to these lectures. I think they're usually, yeah, this one's at uh, four o'clock in the afternoon, uh, this Wednesday, 3rd of March. But look out for future ones, because as I say, this information's coming through to us now and we'll, we'll post them on our events. You know, it'd be really good. It'd be really good if we could actually get in there and audio record them. Oh, yeah. We'll, and then, you know, we'll have a, we'll have a chat with them. We'll have a chat with them. Yeah. Um, anyway. I think that, that Touch talk did it, Stephen Connor, uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, I think they videoed it. And I think I read that they, by and just tweeted that I think the video is online now. So Brilliant. You can uh, see us all sitting there trying not to fidget. Fidgety <laughs> people. Um, and it's good that they, they're actually doing le- they're actually doing lectures. Yeah. <laughs> How strange. Yeah. They're doing lectures at uh, John Moore's artist lectures because sometimes when they have artist lectures in either Blue Coat or the Tate... It's very hard to get the students down to those kind of venues. Yeah, you're saying they're lazy. They'll go to. <laughs> I'm not saying they're lazy. I'm just saying they, you know, like yeah, it's, 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 you know, you feel more comfortable when somebody comes to you rather than going the other way around. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you, if you have to go down to take it up, it's a whole afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. Okay, so also coming up this week, um, there's a, a viewing locations. This is uh, the the only viewing this Thursday. Um, yeah. Thursday, Thursday the fourth of March. It's a little Thursday. A little <laughs> Thursday, a very a teeny, minus, miniature, minuscule. Fourth um, um, of March from five thirty till eight at uh, Editions Gallery, and the exhibition's called Locations. Oh, so um, tell us about yeah. this. Uh, I'm just going. Oh, my Cajulis <laughs> is in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's good, Mike Cajulis, and he's one of the print makers. Uh, they've got a few print, print uh, exhibitions at editions, and it's another one featuring Mike Cajulis, Jill Curry, and uh, Eileen Summers, Lisa Hu, and Chris Horn. Yes. Um, I think some, or maybe even all of them, were in uh, a show in the Unity Theatre recently. Ah, yeah. Um, and lots of, there's been lots of printmaking shows recently, and uh, they've been in a few of them. Um, but good stuff, really good stuff. Uh, so that's, yeah, the next exhibition editions from 4th of March through till I don't know actually it'll be about on one until some other time <laughs> yeah. um, <coughs> now also coming up well not also coming up but coming up on Friday there's a viewing and it's first first viewing I've known on a Friday in a long time um, Michael Trainer, and this is Friday the 5th of March uh, it's a viewing of Michael Trainer's work from 6 till 9 at the Freshwater Gallery the Freshwater Gallery um Ian, first of all, tell us about Freshwater Gallery. Where is it? Blah, blah, blah. And then tell us about the show. Freshwater Gallery, it's a new fresh <laughs> It's <gallery>. fresh. <laughs> and it's by the water. It's at the Albert Dock. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's been there year or so, maybe, uh, but not having regular, regular exhibitions. Yeah. Um, it's just a few doors along from the Tate. Um, and similar to editions, actually, it's, they sell prints and yeah. cards, that sort of thing. They don't do framing editions. They've got a fantastic framing service. They have. Um, but 
fresh water just got and it was a sort of um it was linked to another place down south Cornwall somewhere um with a different name it was, a, it was part of a, a group mm-hmm. a small group of two shops but now they've gone separate their separate ways so now they've set themselves up as freshwater gallery and um they said from now on they're going to have regular exhibitions uh mainly local artists um and we looked in the other day actually and uh, they've already got this work a lot of work by this watercolor artist Michael Trainer, who we've seen recently in, in the gallery Liverpool and Stanhope Street. Yeah, yeah that's where I remember. He does really nice watercolors, you know, local scenes, um, the landscapes and the coasts around here. Really, really nice. Um, and so they already had some there and his cards and all kinds of so um actually really popular. So um but that this so it's the first viewing and it's on a Friday, fifth of March from six till nine. So uh, might be a bit of a squash, it's quite a small you know, with all the very small place with full of prints and <laughs> uh, have to be careful don't knock too many over. Okay, oh you know what I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Um now also <laughs> also coming up um this Friday. Good to see that there's some some things going on on the Friday. Um Dreams Made Manifest. Uh, this is at the Bluecoat Display Centre. It's a viewing, private view. Um, and it's work by Halima Cassell. And Halima is one of the UK's leading young ceramic artists. Um, tell us about this. Yeah, the, the Bluecoat Display Centre always have their viewings on a Friday. Um, and so it's another one. <laughs> uh, from, and they always start from around 5.30, don't they? Um and Halima Cassell, yes, is one, as you say, one of UK's leading young ceramicists. Not familiar with the work myself. I am. All right. Uh, there's an image here which looks interesting. Very interesting work. Mm-hmm. Geometric, geodesic, yeah. geodynamic. Uh, yeah. Very interesting pieces. Very interesting pieces. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she was born in Pakistan in 1975 and brought up in Manchester and now living in Blackburn. Mm-hmm. She's right. Yeah, she's really, she's really well known across the country and is from right there in Blackburn and you're there it's it's not a it's not a place where you think oh well you know oh she's quite successful you think she'd move down to London but no she's staying you know that's where she lives that's where she feels at home it's brilliant yeah it's great so, so I must have seen her work I'm sure she's had work in the Cut Space Centre before um, it says here she was um, artist in residence uh, in Scunthorpe, thanks to another grant from the Arts Council England I think she was also I'm sure she was nominated for a um, one of the Art O awards one year ah. I'm not sure one of the Arts Council Art O ah, there we go yeah, that's me that you mentioned it yeah um, yeah anyway so that should be good um, I wonder if she's going to do a talk <laughs> they usually do good place and usually uh, organise a talk from their artists um, but anyway the viewing is this Friday 5th and the exhibition runs through to the 24th of April brilliant okay so that's uh, Halima Cassell at the Bluecoat Display Centre get down there have a look um, now also, another viewing this Friday uh, Hollywood Homeless Hollywood Homeless and this is taking place at St Luke's Church Fingers crossed weather is much nicer this week. It was meant to be taking place last week. It weather's much better this week. I think it was almost snowing last week, wasn't it? Well, no, but it's, the sun's out this week. Yeah. It wasn't so bad last Friday, Saturday. Oh, no, it was ra- Excuse was bad, me, I think it was raining. Was it? Okay. Yeah, it was raining last Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, you sit corrected, mate. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as they expected. Yeah, well, it never is, is it? You could have struggled on. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it looks good for this week. So that, that's why it is Friday. It was postponed from last Friday. Um, yeah, as, as I've said, we, we've seen some of the uh, pictures on the railings outside. They've been there for a few weeks now, but there will be more inside. And uh, this Friday, and also Saturday and Sunday, there will be performances. Performance at 5 o'clock this Friday. Um, this is by Urban Strawberry Lunch, and the photog- photographs are by the homeless, local yep. homeless. Um, they were sort of given cameras and uh, in, and 
the Fab Collective local photographers group were involved so they gave them cameras and they went off and did some great photographs and came back with the cameras and uh, they've been um, the pictures have been uh, exp- exp- well, blown up you know um, increased in size enlarged <laughs> enlarged that's the word that's a uh, technical term yeah <laughs> and printed in black and white yeah taken in colour um, and so they look really good so it's really good. They have a real relationship with the um, with the homeless people who are there around St Luke's, you know, every well, every day. Yeah, um, and sitting on the steps, or sitting on the steps, and they're very, you know, very respectful for the great work that um, Urban Strawberry Lunch do. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. They often pop into the church when there's events mm. on and uh, really get involved, is because you know they're trying to they've been planting yeah plants, uh, growing a garden and yeah, yeah. growing veg and stuff there, and yeah, they get involved in that as well. Brilliant. Um, so I'm not sure the actual performance. Performances, whether it's just Evans Rugby Lunch or whether these guys are performing as well. Uh, multimedia performance, it says. So we'll have to see. So, as well as on the Friday evenings, uh, Saturday uh, 12 till 4 and Sunday 12 till 6, with a multimedia performance at half five on the Sunday. Brilliant. Okay, so that's uh, Hollywood Homeless at St. Luke's Church. And the Bomb Dog Church. Uh, the Bommy. Uh, I, think, I think the Bommy is how Urban Rugby Lunch refer to it. The Bommy. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, you needed to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, also on our list here today um, for this Friday is the anniversary, we, which we mentioned earlier at the top of the show. Yeah, I, I do say the top of the show. Um, <laughs> is uh, the Arts Organisation Limited, Tau Limited, 10-year anniversary party. That's going to be taking place this Friday. Um and the doors open from 6 till 10. Yeah, be, I was going to say top of the show. Top of the show. Go, uh, so what, it, this is, is it, oh, it's anniversary party, so there you go, it's a party. Yeah, but also the launch of the exhibition called, in, uh, called Not For Sale. Not For Sale. Because it's from their, it's work, you know, work from their private collection. Um, they're presumably not going to sell it. Now, moving moving slightly backward, actually, oh, yeah. uh, again on Friday the uh, 5th of March, um, the, this is an event, the Ballad of Juniper Davy and Sonny Lumiere. And this is taking place from 2 till 4 at Metal Edge Hill Station. So give us a give us a run down there. It's got Lizzie Willow in it. We love Lizzie Willow. <laughs> Elizabeth. Right, yes. Elizabeth Wiz- <laughs> Willow. Yes. I can call her Lizzie. No, she not to her face. She'll... Does she not like that? She doesn't like it. <laughs> no, no. Definitely not. Oh, okay. okay. That's, that's great. That's yeah. not a long time. Maybe she might let me off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, she wouldn't, she wouldn't turn to violence, I don't think. That's, oh, definitely not. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, Elizabeth Willow and Rebecca Joy Sharp have been working on this project for a while. Um, and so, might be confusing because this is going to be a performance uh, in May, about a week uh, in May. They'll be performing this thing called the Ballad of Juniper Davian Sonny Lumiere. But uh, this is just a small event on this Friday, uh, two till four, to for people to come along and um, talk about. It's at Edgehill Station. It's at Metal Edgehill Station. So they just want to gather more so memories of Edgehill, people who lived in the area, and so they can weave that into the story that they're going to. Um, and so you can sit and have tea and cakes, delightful couple, Beck Elizabeth, and uh, talk about your memories. I could bonk because I could nearby Rock Edgehill. Uh-huh. That'd be good. I'd, I'm just sorry. I'm away in a world of my own, thinking of the people that I know. That, were, that grew up in the area. Uh, right. That sounds really nice. Uh, it should be a great, really interesting performance. It's, I think it's like the 15th to 22nd of May, uh, and it'll be like, a, what you call it, a perambulatory performance? Is it promenade. All right, then. <laughs> in theatrical terms, we refer to it as a promenade. Uh-huh. 
I think it's written by Rebecca Joy Sharp plays the harp, lovely harp music. But I think she also writes stories and poetry, so maybe that probably jointly written it. And Elizabeth does uh, the installations, the artwork, and so on. So great, brilliant. Okay, so that's the um, an event at. Metal Edge Hill Station, the ballad of Juniper, Davy, and Sonny Lumiere. Go head along uh, for tea and cakes and talk about growing up in the area. Now, this Saturday, uh, the exhibition starts on um, at the Chapel Gallery and it's called Line and Form. Um, give us a lowdown. What's this one about? The Chapel Gallery is in Ormskirk. All right. Um, haven't been there yet. I believe it's really nice. Uh, it's been going for years, hasn't it? Yeah. Chapel Ormskirk. Yeah. Um, I think they might be members of the. Um, Take it away. Uh, the Arts Council... Oh, God, this sounds like a real Arts Council <laughs> advertiser. Hey, yeah, Arts Council, great. Um, uh, oh, take it away. Where you sort of... No. no. Do you know what? I, t- I should know this. Take it away is the music scheme. Yeah. Own right. Art is Own the art. visual arts scheme. Own, Own Art. Yeah. So you can purchase... Or well, they used to be members, but I'm not sure if they still are. Yeah, I, I remember them being members. Um, but yeah, there's... Anyway, yeah, the, the exhibitions they, they have, they always tell us about them although we never get out to Holmesgirk, and they all sound really good. And this one features a few Liverpool artists, like um, Arthur Roberts, for instance. Uh, I'll give the full list. Oh, Jane Hughes, which uh, is fantastic, but she's still in residence at uh, the Cornstone. Um, there's also Stephen Conliffe, Rachel Elwell, Carl Colley, Mina Kuzmanen, Kelvin Livingston, Nicola Plant, uh, Kate Raggett, and Simon J. Smith. Um, sounds good. And that's on from 6th of March until the 17th of April. Okay, move, moving along. Um, this is a full a full list here. Yeah, we're um, getting into next week. Now. Next week, uh, okay. Early next week. So. Early next week, yeah, so you got to know, so we got to tell you now. Um, so it's a viewing called Little by Little, taking place at the Unity Theatre. And it, the viewing is th- Tuesday, 9th March, from 5.30 to 7. A two-man exhibition. Tell us about this, Ian. Yeah, it's that popular father and son. Uh, the... the <laughs> Nathan, Nathan and Anthony Pendlebury. That's the ones, yes, yeah. Who uh, They've had these exhibitions of their, their works uh, quite a few in recent years. Uh, but this is the first one that Anthony, Anthony the father, is actually going to attend the, uh, the preview uh, since he had a stroke in December 2008. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he had a bad stroke and taken a while to recover. So it's great that he's actually back up on his feet and working again and uh, coming on to the preview. So uh, that'll be good. Um, Anthony, the father, does mainly abstract piece. We've got one here, actually, on our table, uh, you can see. Oh, that is very nice. nice. Very nice piece. Um, and Nathan does abstract work as well. You've seen his work all around the place. But he also does uh, photography. Um, so, yeah, very prolific. Um, so it, this is in the Unity Theatre, so just in the corridors and the, the bar area. Uh, so there'll be smaller works, probably. And uh, so the, the preview is on Tuesday, the 9th of March, from 5.30 till 7. Brilliant. Now, also coming up next week... Now I don't, do you know what? I don't, I'm not even... Oh, yeah, Tuesday, exact same Tuesday, Tuesday, 9th of March. Um, thank you, Art Day. Thank you, Art Day. And now you're going to have to get, get, give us a give us a, a quick run through everything that's going on um, with Thank You Art Day, uh, thank and, they, and explain why it's <laughs> three nine Art Day. Yes, yes, yes. We have to explain this every year. Three nine Thank You Art Day because it was set up by a Japanese artist um, Yoshiaki uh, Yoshi, oh, sorry Yoshiaki Kahatsu. Um, and it's 3 9 because it's the 9th of March. We, we say 9 3. <coughs> Japan is like the March States, they say, yeah, 3 9. And if you say 3 9 in Japanese, it's San Q, which sounds like a Japanese you. person saying thank oh. you. So, so the 9th of March is 
Thank you, Art Day. Um, so yeah, you just thought it'd be a good idea to have a day to celebrate art and say thank you for art because it's great, it makes our lives so much better. Um, and so to celebrate that, galleries can get involved by just offering gifts, uh, free entry if they normally charge, or uh, a cup of tea or coffee or any any small gift, and um, just encourage people to take some time on that day to go around the galleries and enjoy the art and say thank you, art. Um, so uh, it, it's a global thing. There's loads and loads of galleries in Japan, of course, involved, and it's spread to the states in Germany and all around the place so there, there's a website um, it's a website uh, yeah, www39 that's the numbers 39art.com so they're all listed there and in Liverpool um, in, in the past couple of years we've promoted this quite a bit but we've been a bit busy this year and neglected it slightly but we're gradually getting uh, details of galleries involved here there's Gostin's Gallery got an offer and Unity, the, the Pendlebury one it's Unity Theatre you can go to their preview as part of Thank You Art Day and Red Dot exhibitions uh, handing out Red Dot pens excellent uh, but there'll be more coming in uh, the Headspace people at, at Egg are getting involved so it, there's a page on our website listing all the events check that out okay brilliant that's uh, that's next Tuesday that's uh, Thank You Art Day so head along to your favourite gallery and say uh, Thank You Art Thank You Art now also coming up next week on Tuesday uh, this exhibition starts which is the South Wirral Art Society um, at Liverpool Academy of Arts uh, give us a give us a lowdown on this then Ian yeah the next show at Liverpool Academy of Arts is the South Wirral Art Society um, I didn't know there was one but there Normally. is and uh, don't know much about I haven't got the names of the artists but um, got a couple of images which look really nice the, the sort of thing you get from these art societies um, yeah. group of local artists some amateurs some professional and they get pictures of local scenes the South Wirral still a picture of the Liverpool waterfront there um, also more rural scenes and there's all styles and mediums watercolour pastel oil acrylic etc etc um, so there'll be a, if you're a friend of the academy you can get in at the under viewing on the Monday I'm sure uh, Ian says that looking at me <laughs> and uh, then it opens the public on the Tuesday the 9th and there are always just two week shows there so it finishes on the 19th you have to be quick oh of course yeah oh, that means I missed the I'm, I, I, probably weeks ago now but it just yeah, it reminds me the the bags exhibition the bags and baggage yes bags and baggage got a lot of coverage uh, it's on the local TV and radio oh. um, because uh, yes yeah, so we're bags and baggages donated uh, lent by all kinds of celebs great little great little gallery show. great yeah. little gallery yeah. um, and that is what's coming up this week and what a busy week it is Further ahead, further ahead this week, uh, further ahead, further ahead, it's next week, goodness <laughs> me, it's the 26th of March, yeah. 26th of March, way and ahead. it's way ahead, because uh, that's what we are, we are way ahead, um, 26th of March, Arena Auction 2010, I promise I won't be attending this time, Good. Uh, I had enough, I had, uh, I had enough last year, uh, I give in, um, and unfortunately people thought he was with us. <laughs> I was with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we tried to distance, distance ourselves. But <laughs> you did. You did try and distance. Yeah, but you know. But it's yeah. too late. Um, I was with you. Um. Anyway, so it is the Arena Art Auction. Uh, coming up again this twenty uh, sixth of March. Should be really good. Was really good last year. Um. Yeah. So, get, yeah put it in your diaries because it's it's the world famous Arena Auctions and. Uh, there's always lots of good artwork. I'm sure Dr. Paul O'Keefe will be doing the auctioneering again with his gavel. 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 Gavel, that's the word, yes. You're not having much luck today, are you? No, no, I can't get the words quite right. Um, yeah, so it's taking place at Leaf Tea Shop and Bar, which is um, splendid. 
And yeah, 26th of March from 6.30 onwards. And the artists in Aridia Studios will be have, they normally donate a piece of artwork, don't they, towards yep. the, the auction. And then whatever money is raised goes back to, you know, filling the coffers of Arena Studios and keeping the studios open and promotion and what have you for the rest of the artists there. That's right, yes. Paying yeah. the rent. So it's, I mean, the artwork that you can get is obviously, well, normally, uh, reduced price, you know, if the auction. You know, it depends. I mean, I, I nearly, nearly spent a fortune last year on one. I had a long, long bidding war with somebody and lost out. <laughs> it's painful when that happens. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we've definitely got bargains in recent years. So that's the Arena Art Auction coming up on the 26th of March. And then there's this, what is it? <laughs> jelly, jelly on a plinth. Um, memorials imagined for Liverpool. I've <laughs> Well, I just, oh, yeah, I just wanted to put this in because it just, it just sounds quirky. interesting. But yeah. uh, <laughs> Lubaina Himid. Well, she's I don't know. the right. artist Lubaina Himid. All right. She's um, she teaches at uh, UCLan. All right. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, right. we we I'm getting distracted. Uh, that's because I know the name of the artist. I know the artist. Um, this is coming up at um, Sudley House. Uh, there hasn't been a new exhibition there for a while. And it's linked in with Liverpool Black Atlantic uh, series of events. Um, not sure how. Uh, but it's I'm sure we'll have to read all the text. It's and it's jelly jelly on a plinth. It's called. It's actually jelly mould pavilions. So yeah, it it sounds. I just can't imagine what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. There is an image, but it, it doesn't really help. Um, so yeah, it's a quirky, thought-provoking exhibition by the artist Lubaina Himid. Um, and explores the challenges of commemorating the ongoing contribution of the people of the African diaspora to the history, culture and fabric of Liverpool, uh, which is what Black Atlantic is all about as well. Um, oh yeah, so it presents 30 Victorian ceramic jelly moulds and they're hand-painted and positioned on a diamera of a park, complete with to scale model trees and people. So yeah, so it looks like, so the jelly mould is looks a lot bigger than the sort of surroundings. You sort of mm -hmm. see an image of... Um, of what to say, trees and people and so on, and a park. So they're, they're all, they all look small, and the jelly mold looks huge, as if it's a pavilion mm -hmm. made out of a jelly <laughs> mold. Yeah. Uh, what's, the, what's the link with the African? I suppose made from uh, sugar and stuff. You don't. <laughs> well, there you go. It just says uh, Lubaina Himid was one of the pioneers of the Black Art Movement in the 1980s. Oh, she right. and she has um, for many years. I'm not sure if she still is. She was a. Uh, sorry, I'm really sorry to say this again. She was also on the uh, the board, the council of Arts Council England Northwest. All oh, right. And she's um, she's very good. She's very good. Right. Oh, the jelly molds are illustrated, uh, inspired by influential black figures such as Martin Luther King and others. Brilliant. Okay, so that is, uh, that's coming up on the 27th of March. Head down there. It's good. You don't often hear of exhibitions taking place at Sudley House, although it's open all the time. So it should be really good. Yeah, yeah. They, they do have exhibitions, but they don't change every six months or so, maybe. Yeah, I'll have to get down there. Um, and so, Ian, well, it's that's it's quite a big, busy week next week. Um, so, uh, without further ado, I would like to say thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, thank you very much to you for listening. And good night. Thanks for downloading from DefNet Media.